Greetings and welcome. My name is Mike Bankhead. I am your host. I am a bass player, songwriter, and very importantly for this episode, a baseball fan from the Gem City, Dayton, Ohio. I'm recording this on Thursday, March 30th, 2023. Today was opening day in Major League Baseball, and I have my good friend Mike Tomei with me, who is a fan of the Twins, to talk about the upcoming season on... You could be my Aramis podcast with no further delay. Just like the games, let's get to the conversation. Happy opening day, Michael J. Tomei. Hey, hey, happy opening day to you, Mr. Bankhead. It's finally here. It's here. We have not yet had a game snowed out, but I'm sure that's coming. Oh, it's coming. It was 20, what, 25 degrees this morning? It was chilly Ohio. this morning. So, a few things to get to. Uh, first of all, your favorite team has already won today, and my favorite team has already won today. On the way to being 162-0. and 0. It's still in play. It's still in play. <laughs> I, I wanted to start with uh, what you might think about how the new rule changes are going to affect games this year. And we talked a little about, a little bit about this last year, but now it's real. Uh, now it's real. So first, all four infielders must be touching dirt. Mm-hmm. And you can't have any more than two on one side of second base. Mm-hmm. That means that baseball teams can no longer position their infielders according to what the spray chart says. Mm-hmm. Who do you think this helps and who do you think this hurts? Uh, no one. Helps no one? <laughs> helps and hurts no one. I mean, you've seen what they're doing with the left fielders. It's basically yes. bring the left fielder into the spot that was the second baseman. So Which, our, our poor hitters, I mean, it's still the same thing. So I don't know if baseball thought, hey, let's stop pull hitters from getting those singles when they top the ball instead of getting under it. And uh, yeah, we'll fix that. We'll get more balls in play. No, no, we're going to put the left fielder over there. Well, there's only sometimes you can do that. Like if there's runners on base, I don't think you can do that just in case. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I mean, unless you're just stupid or something. Managers, yes. with all the bunning they've been doing over the years, not known for being smart. Um, but take a guy like Freddie Freeman, who they used to always play the third baseman in short right. That dude yeah. pulls on the ground, but he sprays the ball all over the place in the air. So they can't do that to him. Nope. I think for a guy like Gallo or Schwarber, you might see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the guys that just traditionally pulled the ball, it's going to be the same. Um I think guys that have better on base are still going to have the same. I mean, you're going to look at the spray chart and you're going to go, okay, Luis Arez, and no, he can hit it everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm not shifting on those guys. So I'm not, I'm not sure we'll see much change to batting average, honestly. I don't think we'll know until the All-Star break. Um, In the Mets broadcast, they mentioned that Escobar, who I think is right-handed, had been shifted on 77% of his at-bats last year. And yeah, and they obviously couldn't do it today. Uh, That said, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but one of those big pull hitters hit a ball right up the middle, which would have been a hit like in 1994. And the shortstop, while he was not allowed to be on the other side of second base, it was pretty darn close to second base and gobbled it up just like they've always been doing recently. Yeah. So you, you, the players will always adjust. Uh, some of them to, to the good ones yeah, that's true i mean think about what happened when they first instituted the shift it was what, like in the 50s against ted williams or <laughs> well i mean more recently okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then the players are like no we're just hit it over your head for more home runs and right which so it's still I, look it's the best way to score you're guaranteed to score yeah. if you have the ball over the fence yeah exactly um the bases are bigger I didn't think that was going to be a big deal at first. I'm like, what are we talking about? Six inches? <laughs> How many guys have you seen thrown out where another four inches they'd have been safe sure. when they're stealing? Sure. So I, I, I think if, if spring training is, is what to expect, then we're going to see some guys moving around more. Now, I'm not a big steals fan unless you can 
you got to give me like 90% chance of getting there. Otherwise, I think the break even point from the book was in the 80s, but I don't remember the number. But 90 is really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, there is a mathematical break even point where if your guy's not safe X amount, you shouldn't run. Right. So does it go from, hey, guys that were stealing 75% of the time now are at 83%? Now that, that changes. That changes it, my philosophy. It does. And I don't think, again, we might not know until the All-Star break. Uh, the pace of play rules do tie to steals a little bit. And I'll give you an anecdote from the Braves game today, uh, the Atlanta National League Baseball Club. I try not to say Braves because it offends some people. Um, Ronnie. Yeah, we might have to edit this, this. I won't edit it. I'll just apologize to whoever was offended and just try to say Atlanta. Uh, Ronnie hit a single leadoff. Right. And the pace of play rules say that pitchers can only throw over or step off twice. Exactly. Now, so the, I pitcher, love that. the pitcher threw over twice. What do you think Ronnie did on the next pitch? Oh, stealing second. Took second. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah, not close. There. Way yeah. safe. Um, fast dudes are going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. The uh, other speeding up the pace of play rules is the pitch clock between pitches where the pitcher has X amount of time to deliver or he is charged a ball and the batter has to be in the box, attentive to the pitcher in X amount of time, or he is charged to strike. I have been watching some highlights today and Colin uh, McHugh from Atlanta got charged a ball because he was too slow getting all of his warm-up pitches in when he came in, he was a reliever. Hey, that's on you. You got to get it done, right? Um, yeah. I think Stroman. Stroman became the first player to get it caught on him. And he didn't allow any runs today, by the way. But he opened account with the ball because he was too slow going to the plate on one. It'll be interesting to see how folks adjust and how umpires adjust. Uh, there was one where a base runner was lollygagging going back to first after a foul ball obviously trying to get his hitter a ball because the pitcher's not going to throw it when the base runner's just wandering around between first and second and the umpire stopped the clock and it's like, get back to first. So at least it looks like they're going to not let people fool around with it. Yeah, we shall see. But anecdotally, just it's only one day. Like in the Atlanta-Washington game, there were like 24, there were more than 20 hits. In fact, let me see if I can get the actual number. There were base runners all over the place today, just stranded left and right. And the game came in at barely over three hours, which is like there were 20 hits in the game, five errors, just lots of pitching okay. changes, barely over three hours. This is probably a four-hour game last year. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like it'll make the experience in the ballpark super more fun. Yes. Um, between innings is obviously they always have entertainment, but like between pitches, sometimes you're just like, but like pitchers got to get it and throw it. They can't mess around. And especially now that more pitchers and batters are using the technology to call pitches instead of using hand signs. It's speeding it up too. It's speeding up. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, you saw some of the early games in spring training where, players were getting called third strike because they weren't ready in the box. The oh, that happened to that happened were... to Atlanta. Yes. With bases loaded in the ninth and then the game ended in a tie because of that. Yes. Yes. So I, the players will adjust. Uh, the batters, I think the pitchers are the ones honestly like you're saying today, I think they're the ones that are like I'm not ready. Well, okay, ball. It's a ball. Sorry. Some of them are truly slow. Some of them are not like dudes that are that work. I'm thinking about Degrom, who's a fast worker. Yeah, he ain't exactly. gonna care. But there's some of these guys that are just glacial. And changing the pace has always been at least the last 10, 15 years a way to disrupt the hitter's timing, right? Yeah. Like you're in the stretch runners on base. You hold it. You hold it. You hold it. You hold it. Well, now you can only hold it so long. Exactly. How here's the question. Adjust? What, Go ahead. Yeah. So. Ooh. So, you know, my, my cousin Jim and his famous bat, the way he yeah. has his bat out, lift yeah. leg, you know, both pants get adjusted, back out point. Would he be able to get himself ready? That's the question. I think he'd be ready before Nomar. 
<laughs> That's a good point. And for our golf golf fans, Sergio Garcia is also would would not be ready. <laughs> no. I feel as long as they're consistent, the players can't like they've been warned, they've been told, they did it in spring training. As long as the umpires don't let anybody slide, I don't think anybody has anything to complain about. Yeah. So I did see a thing on uh, ESPN first take. I think it was, or maybe it was part of the interruption. Anyway, old guys were talking about baseball and uh, like us. the idea was, yeah. So if the game starts at seven and now the game is two and a half hours, and now I got a better chance of getting it, getting home and getting into bed like an old man at, you know, 10 o'clock. So I think the, in, in the park experience, like you're saying, I think that that will help. Um, it's still, it's a long game. Uh, so if we can get some slightly younger people involved, like maybe a little younger than us, I don't know. It, it would be nice to be able to talk to people half my age about baseball, but I don't, I don't know too many of them that, that love the game like I do. No. The other rule change, which didn't get a lot of pub, but I read about it on the athletic hash, uh, hat tip to the athletic. They changed the replay rules. Did you hear about this? Uh, I don't think I did. So they don't they do replay. Well, they don't do replay in spring training, so there was no way to test it, right? Uh, um, they have shortened the amount of time that a manager is allowed to hold up their hand to check the tape. Mm-hmm. And then they've shortened the amount of time that they're going to take to go watch the replay. So it used to be, and I'm, I should probably look up the article, but I don't want to take the time. Let's just say it's a lot shorter. It used to be the umpire could take a while to decide whether to challenge. And then, I don't know if you remember watching games last year, the umpire would like look in the dugout and the manager would see yeah. if they were going to challenge. Well, now the, the manager's got to decide faster. Do I challenge or not? Um, and the reasoning behind that is they want to push the managers to only challenge in certain situations like high leverage. And mm-hmm. so it should be going to lose your time out. I mean, right. Like, you're yeah. going to lose your challenge. You I mean, as long as you <laughs> keep getting them right, you can keep your challenging on replays, but you mess one up and you're done. Um, so the article was saying, is it worth it to challenge a bang, bang play in the bottom of the first? Nope. And some managers like, well, that run counts too. <laughs> and I guess the answer is, I guess it depends on whether somebody scores or what the, what the game situation is. Yeah. But unless you're sure, unless you're sure, it seems like they, they want less of those challenges where the guy beats the throw and then just slice off the bag and gets nailed because someone held the tag on. They want less of those and more of the, the umpire missed a call. Yeah, it goes back to what uh, my dad always said. Tigo's a runner. Let's move on. <laughs> it would it would be nice. My favorite team is not endowed with a great manager that was good at challenging stuff anyway. Um but look, base runners, they know if they're safer out. So oh, yeah. if your base runner gets up and he is demonstrably saying that I was not out, I think you gotta make that challenge, right? Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll, I think it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out for the season. So let's talk about your Minnesota Twins. Hey, they won today, like you mentioned. I they did get to see the game. Uh, I, I checked on it. It was 2 nothing. I actually don't even know what the final was. I think it was either 2 nothing or 2-1. Let's have a look. So, I mean, it's a good sign. That's how they're going to win games this year. Uh, Close and low scoring, 2 nothing. Yeah, I don't expect their offense really to be Enough. Now, it's interesting. I was reading about Mr. Byron Buxton. Great ball. The twins decided not to wrap in bubble wrap this year, but intend to play him more at DH. EDH today, his third. I guess if he's not running so much, he can't get hurt. I don't know. I think that's the idea. So the projections, uh, you know, so he was on pace to hit 49 home runs had he played in all the games last year. So I do understand it, but man, that guy's amazing to watch in the field. So do you and, let and him course, steal bases or are you afraid he'll hurt himself? I mean, that's what he did last year. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's so dynamic, but then is the question is, 
what I get out of them, is it enough? And I th- there's a balance. There's got to be a balance there because he's flashy and amazing. But man, is that why he's not healthy? Because he's flashy? I, I don't know. Yeah, some people's bodies just break. Uh, your uh, your starting pitcher today was one Pablo Lopez. I believe yeah. he was a Marlin. He was. I was glad to get him. Who'd you give up for him? That was the, the Luis Are, Are, I can't ever pronounce his name correctly. Arias. And thank you, Mr. Spanish. Uh, that was that trade, which okay. I mean, marginal defensive guy with on base. I mean, he's just a contact hitter. Uh, you make that trade every yeah. time. Yeah, young arm. The fan um, base doesn't like it, but you got you got to get you got to make that trade because he was not. There was there was questions about where he was going to actually play yet. It's like you know what we'll just we'll just sign Joey Gallo and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Three True Outcomes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Arias led off today and played second for the fish, and he probably got two hits, two for four. Run scored RBI. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious that you didn't know and you knew that. I didn't uh, know. Yeah. So your lineup today was uh, Max Kepler leading off 0 for 5, uh, Correa yeah. second, uh, Buxton at uh, DH, Larnack and left. Your five hitter was Jay Miranda. That was it, yeah. Uh, your six hitter was Nick Gordon. It's uh, D's little brother, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle Farmer came in later in uh, for I'm going to assume that was a defensive move or yes or I don't know maybe a platoon thing. Uh, Gallo, that's pretty deep the lineup for Gallo, uh, but I get it. He strikes out a lot. And then yeah. uh, Basquez, a catcher, and Michael yes. Taylor, still employed in Major League Baseball. Still employed. As, as, you know what? He can run down those fly balls. You're not. You don't yep. have him for his bat. <laughs> no. No. So may so maybe between the two of them, you you know, it's good enough. Between you have players. you have some good hitters in that lineup. It's just not deep. Yeah. It's not deep, and that's why I think that's why they try to to get a bunch of pitchers. Now I still think they had too many starting pitching, but I think it got burned so bad by that that maybe you can't ever have too many starting pitchers. I don't think you can. Um, look at the Dodgers; they just hoard them. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> look, Free got hurt today in like the third inning. Starting pitchers are always breaking. For he may pull like a hammy, but still he might be out a month. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Um, and and they play the they don't play like a true closer. Is like, hey, this is your ninth inning. Uh, you, you take it. Leverage stuff. It's, it's leverage. So well, that's smart. I, I I love it. So they're the back of the bullpen. Um, it'll be sneaky good. Hopefully, some of the young guys uh, can can contribute. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't expect them to go out and win a hundred games or anything like that. Um, you know, don't need to win a hundred games to get to the playoffs, though. No, eighty-eight. This is an eighty-eight to ninety win team. Do they win the central? Maybe. Well, we'll um, get to that later. They make, yeah, I think they make it. I think that's where we're at. Um, and they didn't like trade away all their young guys, so there's still prospects. It's not. <laughs> yeah, the, the minor leagues aren't empty. Here is who finished off your shutout today. I don't even know these guys' names. You're going to have to tell me. You're going to have to help me out. C. Thielbar. Yeah, th- yep. He went an Old inning. Caleb. J. Lopez. Mm-hmm. G. Jax. Oh, Griffin Jax. And J. Duran uh, closed it out and uh, yeah, it was a save. Are. It was a save opportunity. So he's the he's the guy to get to save the day. Well, it was two one. It was probably the middle of the lineup, and that's why he's in that spot. Okay. Let's see when when Jax came in in the eighth. That's so he's, he's your eighth inning guy, huh? Spots. Uh generally it's been Theobar, but. It's good. Jax was a converted starter. Gilbar was stuff. the first guy off the bench. In fact, I think Lopez exited with men on base and Thielbar went in there to put the fire out. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So in the. In this. That sounds about right. In the sixth, 
Let's see. I feel like he came in in the sixth. Unless I'm reading this box score wrong. No, that's probably right. He has the, uh, he's quote unquote, the most experienced closer. Uh, The thing is Yahoo's, uh, their box score system, that's what I'm on right now, is in their play-by-play system. They haven't worked out the kinks yet for the new season. Very disappointed in it. Too like uh, MLB also debuted a new system this year, so we'll see. Got to keep it fresh for the young people. <sighs> Just make it work is all I'm asking you people. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting that they, they've been putting the, the pitch clock up in the little score bug on the TV broadcast so that we know, you know, what the umpire is looking at. Very nice. Uh for my favorite team, the Atlanta National League Baseball Club, I'll keep this brief. I think they're the best club in the, in the league. I think their only weakness is left field and DH, but the rest of the lineup is so strong it might not matter, though I would like them to go get a better hitter at both positions. The starting rotation is deep, and I think it's going to be the best bullpen in baseball. That's an 105-win team, even in that division. Yeah, I know. I'm not usually pessimistic, but... yeah. Although we did say that they would repeat last year, so. And, you know, they got to the playoffs, which are a crapshoot, right? Um, Small sample size. No, I I can't disagree with you. Can we talk about Mr. Two-Pitch? Yeah, I think he's going. He won't pitch tomorrow because I don't think they're playing. Um, Do you like Mr. Two-Pitch? I do. I mean, it's. I think for our other sports fans, like, you know, football, the San Francisco 49ers, people complained about, well, you know exactly what they're going to do. Well, they're really good at it. Yeah. So if you're really good at it, okay, here's my two pitches. Go ahead and try to hit it. As long as his arm doesn't fall off. Yeah. Or he has location issues, he's going to be really good for a long time. So does he exceed 100 and what did he pitch last year? 100 and. 40 innings, was it? Uh, let's ask 30 the internet. Innings. Well, first of all, no one's ever probably thrown 200 again. <laughs> right? I mean... Yeah. It's just the game, the game is different than it used to be. But, you know, if you can still get 200 strikeouts and not throw that many, he went 131.2 last year. Over under that this year. Over... He struck out because remember he didn't start in the rotation last year. Right. He struck out two hundred and two dudes in those one hundred and thirty one innings. That's stupid. It's stupid, is what it is. So predictions. I'll let you go first with the. uh, So this year, since last year, I forgot to write them down. I'm actually going to write these down, and we'll we'll check in to see how we're doing later. Your uh, AL East winner. It has to be the Yankees, although, man, their pitching staff just got obliterated. But, yeah, it's Yankees. Your AL Central winner. It pains me to say it, but I believe that the Guardians will pull off the division. Didn't they just do this last year? They did. They made a very hasty exit from the playoffs, though. Yes. I just think they're a deeper team. Yeah. Than Minnesota. The West. Is it the is it time for the Angels? Can can we do it? I, I can you do it, it with two of the three best players alive, but not much else is the question. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. So here's what no, here's their lineup. No, it's, the, it's the it's the Astros. Come on, it's probably the Astros. <laughs> but uh, here's the Angels lineup tonight. They uh, their game is at ten oh seven. Taylor Ward's leading off. Trout's hitting second. Starting pitcher Shohei Otani is hitting third. <laughs> it's ridiculous to say that. Uh, Grandon is cleaning up. He still has stuff left in the tank. It would appear. Uh, Hunter Renfro at five. Uh, and here we get to the guys. I don't know who these people are. Uh, Luis Ren, Rengifo at second. Renner Drury at first. He's kind of a journeyman. 
Yeah. Gio Urshela failed Yankee at short at eight and Logan O'Hop at nine. There's five good hitters in that lineup. Yeah. It's too bad. The Astros. It's the Astros. It's their their division to lose. Yeah. And I think that game is on now. Their lineup tonight, Pena, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, Tucker, Diaz, Myers, Maldonado, Dubon. They've got six decent hitters. Uh, who are your three wild cards? So since they're not going to win the division, I have to. I mean, they need to be included. So the Angels are in. I'm just going to go. The Angels are in. The Rays are in, and the Twins are in. All right, we One agree on a lot. Division. We agree on way too much of this. Uh, I've got Toronto in the East, Cleveland in the Central, and Houston in the West. And for the wild cards, I've got the Yankees. Your Minnesota Twins and the Los Angeles Angels of Pasadena or wherever, Anaheim, <laughs> Orange County, wherever they are. Central California. Central, uh, <laughs> South Central California Angels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Your uh, National League predictions, the National League East. So I, I agree with you. That it's, it's the Braves. Which will make it six in a row because they have run five in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Central. LOL Mets. Sorry. LOL Mets. Uh, Got to. Yeah. They, they deserved that so, the second they sent Brent Batty to AAA. <laughs> <laughs> There's many other reasons, but I can't. Also, Verlander's hurt already. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the, 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 the games that don't mean anything in the WBC where you celebrate and you hurt yourself. Yeah, that anyway. could happen. That could have happened anytime, though. Yeah. Yeah. Milwaukee Brewers for the Central. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm gonna. I want to have you defend that because I don't know that they're deep enough. But I want to hear. I want to hear what you think. Well, I mean, I was. You were high on them last year, and, and I was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, Mike's a smart guy, and I've been. You know, they've got great starting pitching. They do. They and, really do. And I don't know, man. Like, I feel like it's all going to come together. Their offense. It's. They're so due, and it's the easiest division. I mean, it is three of those pick. teams are a complete dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, what the Cardinals are gonna? I, I think the Cardinals are gonna score a lot of runs. I don't think they have the arms that Milwaukee does, but I think they're gonna score a lot of runs. And I was high on them last year, and they snuck their way in, if I remember correctly. I think they won the division. Yeah, who you got in the West? Uh, wow. I've, that one's been hard for me. Um, but I do think the Dodgers are just, I think they're better than the Padres. And I think they pull it off as much and, as I want to see the Padres and your wild cards. So San Diego's in, um, and the LOL Mets <laughs> they're in. And, um, I have a sneaky suspicion that there's going to be somebody that is going to be better and I'm going to regret it, but uh, I, I, I'll stick with the Cardinals. Okay. There's going to be somebody come out of nowhere. You're like, like, did the Phillies get in instead? Or the Phillies almost won the thing last year. Um, you know? But... <laughs> They lost. Uh, they lost. I mean, obviously Harper's going to be out till probably June, and, and they just lost Hoskins for the year. Uh, I've got Atlanta in the East, St. Louis in the Central, and your San Diego Padres in the West. Hey. And my wild cards are uh, Los Angeles, the Giants, and the Phillies. I think the Mets managed to not make the playoffs. Oh, uh, that would that would be <laughs> awesome. So sell me on the Giants because I think the cupboard is bare. Their ballpark suppresses run scoring and I think they've built their team to deal with that and I think they're going to run all over the place and try to manufacture runs at home I think they're going to win a lot of games I think they're going to win a lot of games over the bad teams in the NL there's a lot of bad teams in the NL three in the central uh, uh, one and a half in the east and two in the (laughs) west (laughs) Uh, they're going to win a lot of games over those teams and if they can just even play 500 against the Dodgers and, and Padres, I, I think they get in. I it's more it's less that I believe in the Giants and more that I don't believe the Brewers have enough despite the pitching 
I think the match will just find a way to ruin it. Because. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the match. Which is a shame. That's I love that lot. ballpark. I, I like them being miserable. That was great. That's a lot of money. So give me a sleeper team in each league that you think they're going to win more games than people think they're going to win. They're going to win more games. Uh, so, I mean, the Orioles won more games than everyone thought last year. And I think they're only going to be just as good. So um, I don't think it's fair for me to say, oh, they're going to win more than. But they, sh- they should be good. They should, they should be good. That I like was, it when the AL that- East... That was my pick. It's but. good. You know, I like it when they're good. Um, but if you made me pick somebody else, like Seattle, obviously. Um, nice. Baltimore, Baltimore's a good pick. They got a good, good play. They got a couple good players out there in Seattle. Who's your uh, NL team that you think will be better than people think? Um, I think I think Corbin Carroll is going to be amazing. And I think it helps Arizona. I think they're going to I think they're going to be better than we think. Now, does that mean so you, they win 80 games? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, maybe. <laughs> so you don't think he's going to hit seventh all year? No, no. <laughs> no, no. I think the Marlins are going to surprise some people. I like that. I don't they gotta, think they're going to be good, but I think they'll be better than awful. <laughs> 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 sometimes that'll you know sometimes you can't ask for much more uh so the 10 o'clock games i was just looking at the uh lineups because i think the Padres had the best offense in the nat in, in in baseball probably despite how much i love what atlanta's done offensively two black holes in that lineup and re- and remember the padres right now tatis is not back till the end of the month or beginning of may so this is their lineup today. Trent Grisham's hitting leadoff, and he was hitting ninth last year because, for some reason, he lost the ability to play baseball. But he had a really good season like three years ago. I think you know yeah. maybe he gets that back. Uh, Juan Soto at second, Machado third, Bogart fourth, Cronenworth Cronenworth batting fifth, Matt Carpenter, who is no longer quite the on base machine that he used to be because he's old and doesn't have as much power, but he can still take a walk. Sixth, Nola seventh. Hayson Kim eight, David Dahl nine. That's a strong lineup. And That's when Tatis strong. is back, I guess he plays That's... center because Bogarts, they got Bogarts to play short. Yeah. Or Cronenworth sits. I, I, I don't know. Cronenworth's your first baseman. He's not going to sit. Um, okay. Carpenter's the DH, and he's too old to play the field. Maybe they put. Maybe they put Trent Grisham in right instead of David Dahl. Maybe they put Tatis in, in right. Um, when Tatis is That's back, that problem. lineup's scary. It's a problem. He's yeah. going to lead off, right? So Tatis, Soto, oh, Machado. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Tatis, Soto, Machado, you're a starting pitcher. Those are your first three guys you get to see when the game starts. That, yeah. that doesn't sound like any kind of fun. Nope. Um, get those guys five to six times a night. Whew. Yeah, that I think they're going to score more runs than anybody in in the league. That, and so that that's why I picked them over the Dodgers. Uh, not that the Dodgers lineup is bad, but Betts, Freeman, Smith, Muncie, Martinez, Peralta, Vargas, Altman, Rojas. I just think the Padres, especially when Tatis is back, there's more firepower. Who's your favorite offense? Yes, I can't disagree with that. You can. I mean, I'm not stopping you. No, I. It's 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 the. I can't wait to see those guys play together. I mean, who's not excited about that? Dodgers fans, Giants fans. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else you could argue there. They're going to score a lot of runs. What I like to see better than that, huh? Just for the sense of argument, I got to come up with something. So, but I don't have one. That's just that's the best lineup. You want to see those guys? Uh, Yankees close. Lemayhew, Judge Rizzo, Stanton, Donaldson, Clayber Torres. Here's where it drops off: Oswaldo Cabrera, Jose Trevino, Anthony Volpe, the rookie. Yeah. That would be a good series. I I don't want to see a. Padres Yankees World Series happened, but if it did, that'd be an entertaining series. 
would mean your Atlanta baseball club would not be in. That is exactly what that would mean. Uh, so who do you think wins the leagues in the World Series? So uh, I believe that the Atlanta baseball club will be there. Um, as much as I would love to say my twins will be there, they're not ready. So I do believe you'll have to get past the beloved Astros. They did it two years ago. Mm-hmm. It is a thing that can be done. It can be done. That's, uh, that lineup's good too, though. It is. Uh, I know it's cliche, but that's my pick is uh, Atlanta over Houston. Good over evil. Honesty yes. over cheaters. Or, you know, for all we know, they're probably all cheating, actually. Yes, it's all who gets caught. All right, individual predictions. Uh, who's your AL MVP? Uh, oh, see, I should have wrote this down because it's not sure. It, it's not who's won the last two years. Is it? Is it not Byron Buxton? Oh, he's not going to stay. That means he's going to stay healthy. Oh, how many games do you think you get out of him? Be honest. I would be happy at 120. Okay. Um, 120. Now maybe this DH thing works and he hits 50 home runs and steals 40 and uh, <laughs> almost becomes a 50-50 guy. I mean... If he goes 50-40, that's your MVP right there, right? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. So, But, you know, that's dream world. So, I don't know. I guess Mike Trout, I think it's, I think it's Trout's turn. The thing is, Trout has not won it many years when he should have won it. That's true. I think it's Otani because he puts up almost as much war as Trout does when he's hitting, and then he also goes and pitches. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not fair. It's, ridic- it's ridiculous. Did, did you see the at-bat in the World Baseball Classic? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. I only got to say the at-bat because you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Trout doesn't go down swinging all three times very often. It's like somebody ran a stat that he's only gone down swinging at all three strikes like 30 times in his career. What a moment! Yeah, Otani's good. I, I would love to go see him in person someday. All right, Mike, AL Cy Young winner. A.L. Cy Young winner. See, I'm too familiar with the National League pitchers. That's not my problem. I don't even know what... Is there is there an actual league that's called a mixed league fantasy? There is, and those are for oh, people that oh. don't want to challenge. <laughs> can, can Showtime win? I don't see why he couldn't. If you think he puts up numbers better than all the other pitchers, he he would. He would have to, right? I mean, if I'm going to give Trout something, I got to like give them both something, right? So Let's you just got, do it. You got show high for Sayang. Yeah, I've got Degrom, even though he was not good today. Okay, but I think if healthy, I think when healthy, he's the best pitcher in baseball. You do love him. I do. Um, I don't know that Texas is the right spot for him though. I was surprised. Paycheck's apparently good, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, your AL Rookie of the Year. I I, I had trouble with that. Um, I tried to look it up a little bit, and uh, I can I respectfully just, like, not pick anyone? <laughs> no, you got to pick one. All right, it's Volp, then. I mean, it's my... Okay. Uh, I've got Gunnar Henderson. I picked an Oriole last okay. year. Uh, I, I was, saw a lot of people go that way. He was second, I believe, but I, I'm going to go back to the Orioles. I'm going to go Gunnar Henderson. Okay. They say he's got all five tools. I haven't seen him, so I don't know. But but now to the league we actually know. Uh, your NL MVP. Uh, Mr. Spencer Strider. Spencer Strider for MVP. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening very well. Yeah, MVP. My MVP is... I mean, pitchers Manny, can win it, Mr. but it's Manny. Very rare. No, he's not going to win. Mr. Manny Machado. Machado. 
All right. So I have a question for you. Machado plays on the same team as Fernando Tatis and Juan Soto, who are younger than him and arguably already better hitters. So how do you think Machado's going to get that done? I want to hear... I'm not saying it's just it could he's happen. Not my, he's on my fantasy team, and he hits behind them. So <laughs> he's gonna. I mean, we know RBIs aren't really the beyond end all of statistics, but he's gonna get a lot of those. <laughs> no, it's just wishful thinking. How's that? Wishful thinking. All right. Well, that way, that way, when you look at the at the end of the year and I write this down, you're like, God, Mike is terrible at predicting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was thinking Soto. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's not what I'm going to go with, though. Who uh, went last? Goldschmidt went last year, right? Mm. Or was it Machado? Or not Machado? Or Renato? One of those Cardinals, I thought, right? I thought I thought Goldschmidt. Goldie won it. He's going to have. He's not going to be good. He yeah, it was Goldschmidt. Um, I've got Venezuelan Ronald Acuna Jr. as your MVP. Okay, I think. 40-40 is genuinely in play for him. Uh, I think he's fully recovered from the knee thing. He's healthy. He's really fast. That he's, would be exciting for baseball. He hits lead off for a lineup that's going to score a lot. I don't like that Nathan has him on his fantasy team, but... <laughs> but really, if, right. so, if, I, if Soto won it, I don't think I'd be surprised. No. He's probably the favorite. All right. I feel like I already know who your Cy Young winner is going to be. It's going to be the two-pitch wonder, Spencer Strider. Yes. That's who I've got. I didn't want to, but I I think you can make a case for – There's a lot of good pitchers. Zach Wheeler. His parafuls are so good. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, you can make a case for Wheeler, Scherzer, Nola – Burns. I think Schreider is a lot more nasty than all those guys. (laughs) Assuming health. Yeah. Which I think he'll be fine. I'm going to predict that you think Corbin Carroll is going to win the NL Rookie of the Year award. Uh, Yes, clearly. And this is just because he's... My love for him is strong. (laughs) Besides that... Even though he's batting seventh tonight. Even though he's batting seventh tonight. He might not bat seventh no. forever, though. There's no way. <clears throat> I got Jordan Walker. Wait. But but tell me about Corbin Carroll. It's gonna be first. close. I mean, that white boy can run. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he can. I mean, and he was also what a number one overall pick, and he's had some experience in the league already. Uh they signed him a long-term deal. I don't think you can mess with this guy. Now, Jordan Walker, those two guys. He, he can run too, probably, and he's, but he's a lot bigger in corporate He's bigger, yeah. And, you know, you'll you'll probably argue those career, both of these guys probably have a long career and great numbers. And we'll talk about them in the future. Assuming health, yeah. The NL has a lot of really talented young dudes. Mm-hmm. Tati, Soto, Acuna, Walker, Carroll, um, oh, who's the dude for the Dodgers? Miguel Vargas is, is supposed to be a really good hitter. I keep reading that the Reds have a whole bunch of young talent, but I don't, yeah. I don't know how hey, true that is. We'll see. We're supposed to have two young pitchers, you know, both throw 100 miles an hour. So. Um, O'Neill Cruz is a freak in nature. Uh, yeah. Do you know that he hit the hardest baseball, the hardest ball last year, recorded by Stack? Yes, it was a Amazing. single, <laughs> just on a rope. Bang, banged off the wall in right field and one hopped, one hopped the right fielder and he couldn't go to the pass first. Yes, this that, you know you hit it way, way too, too hard. hard. <laughs> how about how about some launch angle, O'Neill? That would have been in the river if he'd had any kind of launch angle on it. Yeah, I I think that dude's going to be an exciting dude to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, baseball's back. It's back. Are you going to make it to any games this year? I know last year we had planned to go to a series, and it totally didn't work out. Life got in the way. But do you think you're going to make it to any games this year? 
I'm going to have to try. You got to make priorities for things. So that's uh, tentatively. Where do you, uh, where do you think you're going to go? I know for sure. I'll go see the Cincinnati Reds for sure. And get my $2 tickets, you know, I didn't know they had $2 tickets. Well, I mean, they're going to be that bad that that's true. (laughs) (laughs) They are going to be, look, I went and saw the Tigers and Royals at the end of the year last year, and they were two of the most entertaining baseball games back-to-back I've ever seen. One went to extras. The other one was one in the bottom of the ninth. It was, And the teams were full of dudes. We even played the game. Who are these guys? A team was full of dudes I'd never heard of, and we all yeah. we had a blast. It was great. So, yep. <laughs> uh, family reunion back, back in Iowa this oh, year. Nice. Go see the Cubs, maybe? Or the Cardinals? Uh, so. Which one? Well, well, we could see the Cubs, but I, I think I'm going to try to give them drive up to Minneapolis. Nice. We'll see. Beautiful we'll see. target field. Yes. So I'd like to get to see Kauffman Stadium this year. I've never been to Kansas City. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Not only it got remodeled a few years ago. I mean, it's still the same old Kauffman Stadium we saw on TV in the 80s, but it, it got like a facelift. Yeah. It's not that far. Uh, I mean, in driving, it's not terrible. There's no way that those tickets are going to be super expensive because that club's not good at the moment. They were, and then they've fallen on some bad times. Mm-hmm. Kansas City has more fountains than any city in the world, they say. Like, they call it the Fountain City. It's like their thing. And they so you're have... you to go count them. I, if we have time, I will totally try to count some. They have famous barbecue. Arthur Bryant's got to go. I've never been. Uh, and I, I heard their specialties burnt ends, and uh, that sounds wonderful. And they have the Negro League Museum, and that's the place yes. I want to make a pilgrimage to. So I think Misty and I are going to try to get to Kansas City at some point this year. So I, I have to tell you about Arthur Bryant's. Tell me. So. So every every president basically has been in, in there and their pictures on the wall. But you know it's good barbecue when white people will go into inner city and stand outside around the building at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. Now, I, I've never been afraid, but there's plenty of white people who would be very afraid, but they're that happy to go get barbecue. How many times have you been there? Just once. This clearly made an impression on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll would you dig out some pictures? Would you say it's the best barbecue you've ever had? Oh, no. I'm, I, I need it's to know the what best that is. Barbecue, I, it's the best barbecue I've had at a restaurant. Oh. The best barbecue I ever had was at a family's house. That was from uh, a small Southeast Asian country. And I think it was the sauce that made it. It was like peppers they grew in their own backyard and uh. charcoal grilled steak that had been marinated. Oh, man. Fantastic. So, you know, there are some places in this country where they take barbecue very seriously and they don't believe in sauce. That's true. And the best barbecue I've ever had was at one of those places, uh, Franklin's in Austin, Texas, which they keep winning awards for nation's best brisket. And the line there, like they don't open till like 11 and people start camping out at eight on the street and they're only open for lunch. And once they're out of meat, they're out of meat. Like they're done. Um, So what my wife and I did is uh, we went to a music conference down there. And I ordered in advance. To order in advance, by the way, you got to order like several weeks in advance. I order like six weeks in advance because I had to go to this conference and I couldn't stand in line. And Misty went and picked it up and we had barbecue and we ended up sharing it because in order to order in advance, you got to get like way more meat than two people can eat. Yep. It was just fall apart. Just it was stupid how good the brisket was, and I don't know 
uh, how they do it. Texas Texas brisket is a whole other ballgame. They are serious about that. I yeah. like. I wouldn't get pork in Texas. If you're going to get barbecue in Texas, it, it, you get brisket. Just like I guess if you're going to go to if you want to get burn ends, you go to Kansas City. If you want ribs, you go to Memphis or St. Louis. Right, every place has their specialty. But I'm excited to try me some Kansas City barbecue. Now, there's another place that I have to find out. There's at least two super solid places that I know of. All right. You're going to have to drop me an email, and I'll put it on yep. my – I mean, we're going to go eat smoked meats when we go to Kansas City for sure. I uh, love it. Any other thoughts on the season before I uh, let you go and get some sleep tonight? Any other thoughts on the season? Uh, I I th- I just want to second the, the your your forty forty. We're going to see a forty forty player this year. I, I don't know who, but we're going to see one. Maybe just, two. Just one. It's happening. It's it's time. How cool would it be if it was Buxton and Acuna? Oh man! Wow, that would be that would be a season. Let's help for good health. Next thing you're going to say, it's going to be them in the World Series, too. Oh, I don't know if I could stomach the Atlanta playing the Twins again. I still have scars from 1991. <laughs> I'm still bitter. It's all right. You're allowed. I've, I've not forgiven. I was on your side. I've not forgiven Kent Herbeck for his dirty play. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, maybe someday. It's weird, you know, Atlanta's gotten two since then, so I really should be over it. But no, totally not. It's okay. It's all right. We have none since then. Yeah, you no, you don't okay. have any since then. Um, really haven't gotten too close, have you? No, no. Mm-hmm. Some teams named Oakland Athletics and uh, generally got in the way. <sighs> also, the Yankees are in yeah, people's way a lot, to too. Yeah, yeah I, I hate them, too. Yeah. All right, I so... They're- Oh, and 17 versus the Yankees in the postseason. That's brutal. You know, 2000 or something. That's brutal. Uh, Let's do this again at the quarter pole. And hopefully both of our teams will be atop their respective divisions. Like they are today, actually. Like they are today. 162. It would be fantastic. I'll uh, talk to you again in a couple months. Sounds good, buddy. See ya. See ya. Thanks again to Mike Tome, who is tastefully named, for joining me. I, I just love talking about baseball, and I hope you can tell that he does too. Mike will be with me at the quarter pole, the halfway point of the season, the three-quarter pole, and maybe again at the end to talk about the season. If you like baseball, those are the episodes you want to look out for. Thank you, dear listeners, for being here with me on... the You Could Be My Aramis podcast next week. You're getting three episodes. Yeah, I'm showering you with goodness. Come on back. Thanks.